going on guys welcome to this week's episode of the sing street style podcast i am with a very special guest this guy has is like my day one i've i've known him for for the since the beginning of sing street style and in fact i don't i don't think you remember this but um i remember when i was in university in Sikh society i saw you in queen mary's performing i remember years ago the thing is i didn't remember when you told me until you reminded me and i think you showed me a picture or something and yeah. when i saw some of my pictures from that day and yeah. I was like, oh there he is <laughs> it's crazy and that was years ago that was, that was before sing street style just yeah. a normal uni kid living my life um trying to get a good degree and then i messed that up but, <laughs> I don't know, but look where you are man you've yeah, done so yeah. well <laughs> but yeah magic sing thank you for coming down thank you for having me and so ha huh, for those of you who don't know who magic singh is he is he is the number one uh south in my opinion south asian magician uh i don't know any other south asian uh magicians out there um that are doing anything as close to you in terms of the the impact that you've had and you're the only singh that i know that does this um there's so many questions that i want to ask you like because you've you've done something like you're you're a magician and you've, you've you're making a living from this yeah. it's, it's mind-boggling and not only have you done that, um, you've done amazing uh, appearances and uh, uh, so many things that you've accomplished. I, I can't even like, it's, it's so many that to, to name that it's hard for me to put it down in the list. But one of the things that, that springs to mind that we were just talking about, you, you have over 1.5 million, 1.5 million followers on TikTok. I know, crazy, isn't it? So we're going to talk about that. But first, let's talk about how you got into magic. Let's talk about that. Sure, sure. Well, the first thing is you'll never expect a Sardarji or someone Indian yep. to go into magic or anything like in the arts. Uh, but like any child, you have a passion, you have a dream, you have a love for something. And that was my love and still is till today. And I was about 11 years old when I got my first trick playing cards. And mum and dad got it for Christmas and I started practicing it, learning it. And I was showing my friends and family and the reaction I was getting was amazing. I thought, this is fun. This is cool. So then every birthdays and Christmases, I'd get a new magic set, a new magic trick. And again, I'd practice it and learn it and master it and then perform it and get those killer reactions. So it must have been about at least a year, year and a half, maybe how long I was doing it for. And I was, I was, I was hooked. I was really hooked on it. I was really enjoying it. I was reading up books on magic as well and trying to learn the master of the sli mastering sleight of hand with coins and playing cards and all different things. I'd just randomly pick up objects at home and just try palming it and making it disappear and all sorts of random things. And then about a year, year and a half later, I saw David Blaine for the first time, the American street magician. Yeah. he was His show was aired on TV for the first time in the UK. And I thought, wow. That's what I want to do. I want to be like him. So how old was you then? I was about 12 then. I'd say about 11 or 12. Damn. Back in 99 and uh, 2000, yeah. And um, I thought, wow, okay. So so I actually started in 97 and it was by 98, 99 is when I saw him on TV and everyone was talking about him on, on uh, next yeah. day at school. And then we're like, wow, we need to do magic like him. And I was talking to my mates about it and those who would help me out with my tricks, they would start helping me out with ways of achieving what he was doing and then i'd find out about more magic shops that existed and i'd go to the magic shop and then again every birthdays and christmases i'd get a new magic trick or whatever and I'd learn it and i just started building this repertoire up slowly and slowly and then i became i got this household name magic sing at school yeah you know i was i was in year seven i remember i'd go out That's during break crazy. times and lunch times doing tricks on the playground and on the concourse and you know, have these huge crowds around me and the teachers think oh god there's another fight going on but then they'll get into the middle and they'll see me doing tricks basically <laughs> and, absolutely um, crazy it, it was mad from you such know? a young age yeah so so what, what was um 
what what was your time in university like then? So going a bit forward, mm. uh, was you was you um, obviously was you doing like a lot of magic tricks then and and, and performing for crowds and or, or bookings maybe? Yeah, I mean that's the turning point. That's where okay. the turning point came for my career because from school from ninety seven right up until two thousand and four when I went to uni at Bournemouth University. Uh, the magic was growing yeah. and I was doing the odd party here and there, the odd random corporate do, birthday parties and these random festival events and I was getting paid which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Just very small amount of money but it was more, it was enough for me. I was like, wow, yeah. I'm getting all this, you know, getting this money is great, you know, yeah, you can yeah. buy all these extra little bits and bobs. Uh, but then when I went off to university, um, I chose my degree in television production because I've always had a passion for filmmaking as well. And I thought, hang on, I could combine the two arts together where I can make my own magic programs or magic spots. And you so, so you always from the get go, um, you went to university because you wanted to make a career out of magic from the, from the get go. Hundred percent, yeah. Okay, I was cool. I mean, I, even my A levels. I chose my su subject specifically towards you know magic. I chose psychology. I chose media studies. I chose uh, chose uh, theatre studies. Wow. All those things which linked to what I knew I wanted to do because yeah. I think my mind was set uh, already. That's and, crazy. Um, it's very rare to meet someone who knew from, from that early on what they wanted to do as a career. And and it's crazy that it hasn't changed. Like you're still doing it. I love it. You know, yeah. yes. It's you amazing. Know, it, uh, you know, you, uh, it's my career. It's my life now. And I get to travel the world with my wife doing what yeah. I love. But I still love it for the reason why I got into it. It's yeah. bringing delight and some smiles to people's faces from all over the world now and it's yeah. great and it, you know you can still do that and i love it so, so when did it go from the odd booking here and there to like a full-time thing now like sure. a bit a real bit a, a real business that's making good money it well like i was just going to say from university the, the moment i started university i was getting inquiries and offers and gigs left right and center which is great around mostly in london and then there were a lot of festivals around the uk so all of a sudden i would say magic was funding uni life especially for my second year and That's third cool. year <laughs> yeah i mean i had this you know the financial support from the uni and as well as my parents yeah and some of the money i'd made from doing my gigs but literally when i went into my second year because I was doing magic around the university campus and you meet thousands of people around uni and the word spreads and this is without Facebook and all that because Facebook yeah. had just kind of kicked off then. It was MySpace and things like that at the time. Yeah, yeah. But was you on MySpace? I, I was on MySpace, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had my videos on... Oh, well, I, I say I had videos. I had one or two videos on there yeah. and that was it. I, but I remember MySpace. MySpace, damn. yeah, having the track on there and yeah. that was fun. But yeah, um, I was travelling up and down the country then during my spare time and making money doing gigs and... Uh, I remember, this is a funny story, I had to do a work placement between second and third year of uni. And it's obviously within a television production company. And I was working on, the, I think it was a Friday night project and the Christian O'Connell show. And it, it felt weird because I'm so used to being treated like this star and doing the magic, oh, this is magic thing. And all of a sudden I was, you know, going around making sure the rooms are clear for the stars that are gonna come on. But then the production company found out that I was a magician. And they go, oh, this is brilliant. We need to get this guy in front of the camera rather than behind the camera. Yeah. So then I'd be featured on little stints. They would do like silly fun games. I'd be on the show and doing a bit of magic. Crazy. It was crazy. Honestly, I didn't expect that. And then I'd realize I thought this is it. And I got to my, my final year. I made my own showreel, basically. Uh, and that was my project, my final project. So I got my degree with it and I had a product in hand. So I'd use that then to kind of get me work when I finished wow. uh, university. So the minute I finished university in 2007, I thought, right, this is what I want to do. Let's stick with it. And then I got myself set up, registered and everything like that. And that was it. And then I 
and I'd already built up a client clientele base yeah. uh, while I was at university, so I got in touch with them, and I was saying, "Look, I'm doing it full time now. Do you got any so, work?" So, ha- so how did you build that clientele base? Um, so I had a few agencies that used to recommend me, and again, it's about who you know. People yeah. recommend me left, right, and center, and oh, this is Magic Singh, and he does this, 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 and and then as you do the gig, uh, you know, I'd give out a business card. I would always have business cards made, and it worked you know word of mouth and business cards it just spread like wildfire wow. so by the time yeah this was before like the so- social media was yeah, like a oh, thing yeah 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 oh because i remember that's when it was starting off and but it wasn't as lucrative and you yeah. know we're producing videos and getting your photos out there it was a very i mean it was getting your photo on there was like oh wow this person just put a picture yeah, up of yeah. him at a concert wow that looks so cool yeah now it's just like done on a story isn't it in seconds exactly. it's gone but yeah, um, I remember my first gig after uni was out in Dubai for a month. So they put me in a five-star what? hotel. What? Yeah, with two other magicians. We had this pool executive suite. I'm not even exaggerating. We, I could not believe we had all this for one month. We we were kept in there like royalty and wow. doing shows downstairs in their fancy ho- um, uh, restaurant and bars every other night. It, it was brilliant. And again, made so many contacts from there. And I, I love that lifestyle. I'm doing something I love. I'm getting paid for it, you know. I'm making people smile from around the world, and what more can you ask for? So, so how how are you um, how are you growing the business? So, before the whole social media thing, it was word of mouth. Yep. Uh, branding, branding is key. Like Magic Sing, I made sure I got that trademarked as well. So, thank you to whoever came up with that name. Yeah. Um, uh, business card. I found business cards were brilliant. Oh, Magic. Oh, you're brilliant. Do you have a card? I remember when I used to get that question. Do you have a card? I never had a card. So I made sure I always like, had a card. Yeah. Another question I'd get asked is, Are you a member of the Magic Circle? So I made sure my Magic Circle logo was on there. So I made sure I applied and yeah. did. I'll talk about that in a, in a, in a while. But uh, but then I of course had to have a website because you need to direct the customer to basically book you and have a number and all that sort of thing but now with social media that's the platform i use to so, so do do people still ask you for a business card now? oh always always still, yeah yeah okay. because I, I think it's like something they can take home with them yeah. when, when i perform my magic i'll always make sure they're left with some sort of souvenir with a playing card or a coin or something like that which has got my branding on there and um that's great but then now it's about social media like oh you're on instagram yeah you're on youtube yeah that's just magic sing yeah and you want to be able to be memorable of course and you want the name to be memorable and it is thankfully and yeah it it works i mean i remember that uh, there was a period um when i finished university where i was advertising in magazines and they did a wonderful job honestly you know to get me out especially in the asian wedding market as well i mean i made you know i I managed to get so many bookings from that which is brilliant and because i'm i was and probably still am the only one really doing it yeah um you know a bug while i'm doing magic you know there's you know there's only one so i was i'm getting all that workflow essentially i mean there's a few other asian magicians now on the scene um but the magazine and industry as as harsh as it sounds is is pretty much dead now really it is, isn't it now it is. everyone is on social media if they want to find out about anything they just check their phone and that's where you got to be visible yeah so so what kind of bookings do you prefer um because you i've seen you I, I see you do a bunch of different stuff from corporate to weddings and, mm. and events uh, and big like festivals uh wh- which ones out of all of them do you do you prefer the most 
they're you know they're all great they all have something special about them yeah. you know i love doing the weddings because it's just so lavish you get to see so many new things like yeah. wow they've done this they've done that you go to these beautiful venues i love it and then you get to eat the food as well it's always great fun then you've got the corporate dues you think wow i'm working for you know big brands like audi or whatever it is you know yeah, yeah. big clothing brands whatever it's like wow man you know you'd see them in, you know on the high street or whatever and now you know you're working with them um but then you've got the big festivals as well like the Glastonbury festival which I do every year that that's amazing as well because yeah. you're just out and amongst people like yourself doing crazy stuff and yeah, the yeah. big superstars performing on the stages and you know getting to meet other celebs and doing magic for these people so it's just such a it, it, I, I love it you know I, I'd say they're all beautiful in their own way so, so what's that one of the what, what is the, your most memorable uh, booking Oh, that, that's actually one of the most recent ones. Um, so the Ambani family, they booked me for their son's engagement party. And so, so for those of you who don't know who that family is, who, who's that family? Oh, okay, so the Ambani family, it's a, it's a billionaire family. You just type in the Ambani family on Google and you'll see their net worth is ridiculous. They're massive worldwide. Uh, they are heavily connected everywhere. Um, yeah, I could go into detail, but yeah, I'm sure a quick Google so, search. So how did you get that booking? So I, I, I can't remember 100%, but... They needed a magician. Uh, well, someone got in touch with me saying, hey, listen, are you free on Sunday night? And I think this is on the day, on Sunday morning. Uh, they go, we've got a very high um, client, um, a very important client that wants uh, a magician. And you've been recommended from different sources. I thought, oh, that's good. Uh, it's in Annabelle's in London, and but it starts at midnight. Uh, oh, okay, that's, that's unusual. Yeah. Uh, are you available? I go, yeah, this is my fee. Great, fantastic. So it's done. And I turned up and he goes, oh, just to let you know, it's the Ambani family. I thought, oh my God, wow. Yeah. And they go, apparently they've heard of you. I thought, oh, wow, even better. Yeah. And I remember arriving to Annabelle's and getting settled in. And when Mr. and Mrs. Ambani arrived, they're like, oh, Magic Singh, so nice to meet you. And they were like shaking my hands. They wanted photos with me. I thought, this is unusual. That's this crazy. is yeah, It was so humbling, but they're such lovely people. Yeah. You know, when you think someone with that sort of money, you know, yeah, oh, they're yeah, going to yeah. be like, yeah, but, ah, they were lovely. That's wicked. And that was for their daughter's uh, birthday party. And they had Ella Air performing there. They had me doing my thing and a couple of other artists doing some stuff. And the cool thing was, you know, we're just booked as the entertainment. Yeah. But, you know, you do your thing, right, thank you very much, you can go into your room now, you do your thing. But they were like, no, no, sit with us, you're sitting and having dinner with us now. I'm like, wow. <laughs> they were treating me yeah, like family yeah. pretty much, which is crazy. That's cool. And then, of course, his son got engaged uh, early this year, and they thought, right, we want him back in India this time in Mumbai. And they had an engagement party on another level, which is you know it's it's crazy yeah. I mean they all, they all the pictures again are online there was so much security it was like a royal wedding essentially yeah. it wasn't even a wedding sorry it was it's an engagement party I don't know what yeah. the wedding's going to be like but again they had me back out doing a performance and there were so many parts to the actual event so I was like the, the pre-warm up if you like and yeah. uh, just before all the major celebs arrived I was like oh man I wish I was later on but it was such a wicked experience um but just following on from that, I was in Mumbai for a few more days later and um, a friend who lives out there, he does all the photography for uh, all the Bollywood stars for all the big posters and, you know, all, uh, all their main kind of promo shots and things like that. Yeah. So we're good friends. And he basically said, oh, what are you doing tomorrow? I go, I'm free. He goes, oh, oh Amir Khan wants to meet you, the actor. Yeah. So oh, when, do you, when do you get an offer like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <know>? It's just <laughs> mad. When, when uh, I saw that video, I was like, what? That's so mad. The funny thing is when we got there, uh, I wasn't even wearing my pago and I was just in a very relaxed state yeah. and got there, I just took a few things. He goes, oh, make sure you bring some magic. So I did. Uh, we got there, you know, got to meet him. I was like, this is so surreal. We're in his apartment at the time. And he's like, oh, 
what do you want do you want ice cream do you want drinks what do you want and we were like oh whatever you want you know just a bit slightly starstruck but just kept it cool at the same what, time what was his apartment like it was lovely so he was just temporarily there because his whole house is being done up oh, okay uh, it, was, it was just a lovely apartment uh, yeah. nothing too fancy I guess because he yeah. just kind of had it there for yeah. the duration of his stay and um, we were just chatting most of the time and then my friend asked him uh, um, he goes oh magic show him something okay so I literally did one thing he goes whoa 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 man whoa 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 stop stop what are you doing tomorrow he asks me and then I go oh, um, yeah I'm still here one more day he goes look would you mind if you put on a small show I just want to invite some friends down we'll have some food and we'll just have good fun I go yeah sure why not and that was it <laughs> and then we just carried on talking for the rest of the evening just chilling what? out <laughs> and then said byes and everything and then the next day comes along now I'm suited and booted and everything whatever and we arrive and he goes, oh, now we're in hugging terms. I'm like, yeah. this, this is crazy. <laughs> the thing is, I, I'm not into Bollywood, but him, like, I rate him. He's such I a, watch his movies. The thing is, I don't watch many Bollywood films. Yeah, I same mean, here, yeah. But, but he is such a lovely guy. It's unbelievable. I didn't see him as, oh, this is Amir Khan, the superstar. I just saw him as just a nice yeah. guy. But then yeah. you think, oh, it's Amir Khan sitting right there. Yeah. Um, and the funny thing is, he had his look from, um, what's that film he's done recently? Um, the pirate one. The oh, it's gone out of my head now. Yeah, but he he had that look because he was just I think he was just tying up the the the, the last final shots for that yeah. film. Anyway, we arrived the next day and uh, he goes, "Magic, listen, um, I'm so sorry, Sharuk can't make it. He sends his apologies." I'm wow. like, "It's okay, man. It's it's cool." <laughs> <laughs> and um, who else? He says uh, Ranbir Kapoor. He said he he can't make it because he's filming as well. Because I tell you, I've invited and then my friend's stopping. He goes, "No, no, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Let's just surprise him." Oh, okay <laughs> so where's me and uh, uh, my Mrs. Bhavan were sitting there we're just chilling and whatever and um, the door knocks and then Sachin Tundorka walks in I thought what what, <laughs> what is this <laughs> and oh, I thought oh god okay right this 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 I didn't think you'll have friends like this yeah although I knew but yeah I yeah. didn't literally think you would invite people like this so, yeah but, and then there's uh, Varun Dhawan who walked in as well. I didn't know who he was at first. I felt bad. Yeah. He goes, you, how can you not know who he is? I'm like, oh, right. And then I quickly Googled yeah, him. Yeah. And then um, uh, the, my friend Avinash, it was his brother who's directed Lagan uh, Ashutosh. Oh, okay, okay, so okay. He's he seen me before and he's such a lovely guy. He came with his wife as well. And Fatima Sheikh, she's also in the quite a lot of uh, Amir's films. Uh, she's a wonderful girl and uh, um, she came along as well and his kids were there as well, Amir's, and we just chilled out and they didn't know what to expect and here's me just having, having casual conversations with Sachin Tundorka, you know, about who I am, what I do and, uh, you know, I, I just had to play it very, very cool. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, I did my show and they, it was so cool, you know, they're like kids, they were really enjoying the magic like anyone else would, you know, and then we finished up, we had Chinese come in, you know, Chinese food and just enjoyed that and then they're all trying to do magic tricks on me yeah and um, it was really funny we started filming each other they were filming it on their phones I'm filming it on my phone and then I remember just doing a trick for you know Sachin Varun and uh, Amir and that video went ridiculously viral to a yeah. point where it was on the news as well I was that like, is oh, crazy God, that's mad isn't it that is crazy that was a wicked experience <laughs> so okay so obviously there's um, so many amazing stories and experiences that you've had doing in being in the career that you're in what would you say is um one of the more challenging things about your career um 
it, it's about keeping on top of everything you know yeah. you hear about the glitz and the ga- glam and everything you know the, you see everyone sees the end result yep. of everything and this uh, this is applicable to everyone but you, there's so much work that goes into maintaining that because the minute you turn your head away and you switch your eyes off and from your work that's it you know you'll be down there there will be someone better who's yeah. just going to take over or someone else is going to pass you really yep. so i'd say is it's about keeping on top that's that's a challenge you know it's 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 enjoy it's an, it's enjoyment but it is a challenge because you've got to be current you've got to be up to date with all the latest trends uh and technology as well especially and just keep your fans now i'd say you know keep them just keep feeding them with the latest and the greatest okay so let's talk about okay let's talk about tiktok okay before we quickly <laughs> wrap up i want to talk about tiktok sure. you got 1.5 million followers oh, no. how so tiktok was um origi- originally called musically uh, it's an app it's a lip-syncing app where you can have access to the entire uh, apple music library and then you just lip-sync whatever favorite artists you have on there uh they got in touch with me via instagram and they go look listen we want you on uh, musically and uh, would love to so they dm you on instagram dm me on instagram i just i, I almost ignored it at first and I, but they were very persistent and i go yeah sure i'll download the app checked it out and i checked they didn't have magic sing so i just typed in the real magic sing and then they were chasing me saying hey have you had a chance to sign up i go yep and he goes oh what's your account i go it's the real magic sing he goes oh magic sing's not available i go no he goes all right just give me a day got back to me a day later he goes okay all sorted we got your magic sing wow. wow okay they must want me um and that was it he goes oh, it'll be great just make whatever content just put on your stuff enjoy it and i literally just put on a video every single day and i thought this is fun i can put a, a track over my music uh, my, my magic and relate the track to the the actual trick i'm doing and i was just doing it for fun i was just like yeah bam 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 and i was getting messages saying oh great content love it just keep it up then i thought well, let me just see how they're doing and i looked at the 20,000 views 30,000 50 100,000 views what and I message him I go oh, I think there's something wrong with the app just, um, I've got like a ton load of views I don't know if it's spam can you just check into this and he goes nope that's that's all legit he goes those are the actual views you've got <laughs> like, how what? he goes because they were featuring my video so it was yeah. getting, being seen worldwide I didn't realize how big this app was yeah. I thought okay this this is interesting and then my followers were growing like 10,000 20,000 this is that surpassed my Instagram by miles and then then it got to a point there was like a leaderboard that was on there and then I thought, oh, let's just... I wasn't actually trying to get to the top, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, a few months later, I was on the top of the leaderboard on the U- in the UK of top talent. Then I was on top on the world... Uh, uh, I think it was the world one. I can't remember what it was. Uh, UK creator or something like that. And I was just stuck on number one for ages, which is great. Then they got rid of it. And then they got bought by a company called TikTok, I think it is what yeah. happened. And now it's an even bigger company. And... It has become far more popular and my growth I, I literally started in end of january this year and like you said i'm on 1.5 million wow. followers now and in, it's just mad. wow in less than a year yeah. that is absolutely cre- incredible well, it, it's mad there's, you know what, <laughs> there's so much that i want to talk about when it comes to tiktok but for that one i'm going to leave it for the next episode sure sure but thank you so much for having oh. for, for coming and, and and being here and being a part of this uh this podcast i'm so excited to talk about the next part which you, which is going to dive really deep into tiktok and social media definitely and because uh, the possibilities on that is is going to be endless it's endless. It's yeah. endless i'm really oh, excited yeah. but thank you so much for sharing your experiences and being you know just absolutely killing it in this industry the oh. only thing just doing this so again thank you so much for having for, my, for my being pleasure. here Honestly. and uh, i'll catch you guys in the next one